the extra training with the e-collar is just making him more conscious of me actually yes exactly which is what you want I was gonna say it has him more focused on me yes so we're getting there. Yes, Barrel. Yes. 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 Give me a treat. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> glass of wine. Here's a glass of wine for you. Good okay. girl. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. <laughs> doom. 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 Boom. Let's snooze. Snooze. Boom. Let's snooze. <laughs> Welcome. To Let's Boop Snoots. <laughs> that was a very prolonged. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Woof. Woof. I'm Heidi. I'm Vero. And today we're gonna boop Let's Snoots like we always musical intro. <laughs> yeah. So we've had some like pretty exciting episodes like recently and some pretty exciting upcoming episodes. Yes. But today... We're going to talk about, we're going to do a little update on Ralph Arino, right? Yes. And another experience you had with one of our local organizations. Mm-hmm. Walk, walk, walk with me. Walk with me. <laughs> walk with me, yeah. <laughs> I was, there's two in our, in our region and I always get them mixed up. There's walk with me and sit with me. And I, I'm, I believe that sit with me is the organization where it's like dogs with like very special needs and stuff that they're looking to like foster or adopt. And they have very radically honest, like um postings about them and then walk with me is like an awesome organization that offers training and Mm -hmm. like dog walking and they do fostering do they well clearly they do fostering as well right well i think they do like board and train oh yes but i don't think they do fostering i'm not sure oh yeah so so i met a doggo this week or potential adoption through Walk With Me. Um, He's very cute. He's very well trained, as we saw when we met him. Mm -hmm. And we will be, if we are the chosen adopters, we'll be doing a trial with, I'm going to call him Roger. (laughs) (laughs) With Roger. Roger. Yeah, so we were able to meet Roger with Ralph. Um, Roger needs like a lot of structure and firm, uh, like doggy parents, I believe. Tell us about how you found him and then what like attracted you to this Mr. Rogers. So I found him on (laughs) Mr. Rogers. So I found him on Instagram. I saw the posting on Instagram or maybe Mm -hmm. Facebook, one of these platforms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have a thing for Chocolate Labs and the description seemed great. And I saw that it was, you know, with Walk With Me, Ottawa. So I reached out to them. So I'm sure they've had many, many applications. Mm -hmm. We did include some Ralph pictures in our application so I think that might that might have helped I was gonna say (laughs) yes so we'll know this week if we are going to get Mr. Rogers so did you have to fill out like an extensive like application was it like no oh okay no so I sent an email saying that you know we were interested Mm -hmm. um that we had a 
like over one year old golden retriever named Ralph. And that, you know, Ralph was crate trained, um, you know, e-collar trained. And that's something that we're doing with Ralph. He's mm-hmm. learned the basics with the e-collar training. So now we're going above that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of knows what it is. So, and then they reached back to us with a couple of questions, like if we had a fenced in yard mm-hmm. and we met up with them, with Ralph. So tell me, I want to hear all everything tell me everything I want to know every detail about the meetup and how the meetup went because that's what I'm super curious about the meetup went well it was obvious that um Mr. Rogers was better trained than Ralph (laughs) oh really yeah oh well not obvious obvious like he he stayed close um he didn't wander far and this was like a new environment for Ralph so yeah Ralph was just loving it so were you at like the foster person's like home or did you guys meet in a park or where did it you go? It was at the Walk With Me Ottawa Trainers area. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we met up with them there and first we met up with them without Ralph. So Ralph stayed in the car and we met Mr. Rogers who is like mm-hmm. super cute and like loving the pets and he loves to go between the legs like from oh, behind. Uh, Gib- Gibbon does that. <laughs> oh Yeah. yeah? Yeah. Ralph does not do that. I've I've met several dogs that are big time about that. It's like when they feel like comfortable or whatever, like one of them, it's just like a sign of comfort where they're like, I love you. And they go between your legs. Whee! Oh yeah. It's like, it's like a pretty common, like, well, in my experience anyways, boom. I don't, yeah. I don't know how many dogs I've met to date. I'm not keeping stats on it or anything, <laughs> but, but I've seen that quite a few times. Dogs that just like push in between your legs and yeah. it is one of them. Yeah. It's like a little surprise. Yeah. Like, oh, hello. <laughs> What's going on? Um, Yeah, very cute. So then we brought Ralph out and the interact. So Ralph was in a new environment. So he was smelling everywhere when Mm -hmm. he first came out of the car off leash, which is how they should meet. Mm -hmm. Um, He went straight to like a gate, smelling the gate. So I kind of guided Ralph towards Mr. Rogers. And I felt like Mr. Rogers was more interested in meeting Ralph than Ralph was. Ralph was just like smelling everywhere. Um, So they kind of like had a small interaction and then went their separate ways, which is good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we just kind of chatted about Mr. Rogers and asked some questions. Um, They didn't really have many questions for us. And we were honest about like Ralph being in his crate eight hours a day and mm-hmm. if that would be an issue, um, and they said that it wouldn't with Mr. Rogers, mm-hmm. and that he would need like a lot of structure because he had, it sounds like maybe he, they had to deal with some issues with him in the past and required some training with Walk With Me, mm-hmm. um, but he seems like... So what were his issues? Just that he was high energy or like like what kind of work did they do with him? Just the e-collar? With the e-collar, yeah. So we had an e-collar on while we were there. Mm -hmm. And I think he was just very high energy and they didn't know like how to channel that energy maybe um, Mm -hmm. and reactive. Mm. So maybe like hard to control. Yeah. And I mean, that was pretty much it. Ralph had a blast like running through like it's like a swampy area. So he went in and was just like <laughs> running <laughs> like crazy. It's almost mm-hmm. like he had a big smile on his face. Yeah. Like we were all laughing at him and then he came yeah. out 
and had a bunch of burrs <laughs> in his fur, <laughs> which we had to brush out when we got home. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel, so with Ralph, as you all know, there's been like some, not training issues, but he's entered like the teenager phase where previously to that, he was very responsive to our commands. His recall was like pretty much 100%, Mm -hmm. even with Mochi there. And then all of a sudden, like he forgot everything. So he's... Mm -hmm entered the teenager phase he's still in it um, and now we're kind of like learning we need to be a little bit more rigid with him a little bit more stern um, we did some training with the e-caller previously so we're utilizing that again um, with his leash walking which was like fabulous the last few walks with him mm-hmm. like right by my side the leash was loose just amazing. I was like night and day <laughs> walking Ralph. So mm-hmm. we had the e-collar on um, and the prong collar. I was going to ask if you're still using the prong. Yeah. Yeah. So both of them on. And what I did at the beginning of the walk was I had it up to 14. Mm-hmm. So in the house, he's about like 11. And outside, he's about 14 with like minor distractions. So I added up to 14 and what I would do at the beginning of the walk is I would walk and then change directions and then I would do like a pulse like I don't know what you want to call it tickle zap (laughs) yep Um, until he was right by my side and then I would say yes and then give him a treat yeah and then I would do that I did that about like 10 times and then after that he just stayed right by my side yeah Like I would completely turn around and he was right there. Mm -hmm. So that was really good. And we've been doing place with him too. And he's been so good with place too. So I think he's like calming down. And I think the extra training with the e-collar is just making him more conscious of me actually. Yes, exactly. Which is what you want. I was going to say it has him more focused on me. Yes. So we're getting there. Yes, Beryl. Yes. 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 Give me a treat. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> glass of wine. Here's a glass of wine for you. Good okay. girl. <laughs> Thanks, Ma. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. No. So we'll see. I think they're meeting with other another potential adopter. Which is good because I want them to make this decision without any doubts. I know they care very much for Mr. Rogers. Mm -hmm. um, And I want Mr. Rogers to get the perfect home. And they gave you guys a bit of feedback too though, eh? Yeah. So they felt like maybe my style with Ralph was maybe not as firm as it needs to be with Mr. Rogers. Um, so I kind of replied to that saying like the work that we're doing with Ralph and, you know, we're discovering that he needs maybe a different communication tool, such as the e-caller, which he knew the basics with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of been going very well with him and that, you know, yeah. I really don't see myself slip with Mr. Rogers and his training. Cause I know it's so rewarding when your dog is well-trained Yes. And it would be really unfortunate to go backwards. 
So Vero and I had a quick discussion about this and it's sort of tough. Like, like these visits are important. And for that reason, they get a quick little snapshot. How, like how long were you there for, for your visit? 15 minutes, maybe. I was going to say around. Yeah. So you get, you have these visits where it's like 15, 20 minutes and somebody's just getting a quick snapshot of like what your training style is, what your lifestyle is sort of like with your dog and that sort of thing. And it's hard. Cause like you said, it's in this like new environment and you're meeting other people and you don't necessarily know what their approach is to like a dog training and stuff. So you knew like a little bit about it based on his profile and stuff, but, um, it's, it's very different when you see people working with their dogs. And like an example of this was Vero and um, her boyfriend and I were having a discussion about solid canine training. And he gets like a lot of really strong um, comments, like almost like online, like sort of fights about his like approach to dog training. And there's a couple of videos where he's bonking and it looks like a pretty aggressive like bonk to some people and everybody has a different threshold right so even uh for any of you that tuned in on last week's episode uh where we had my neighbor who has a seeing eye dog when she was talking about um doing her research on what institution she wanted to get her seeing eye dog from the reason why she chose the one that she did is because they had a purely positive approach Mm -hmm. and um and so you never know what somebody's approach is and stuff like that. So again, when you go for these meetings, sometimes you have a bit of an idea. But if you were like bonking like Ralph for taking off and not listening, what like not like because it was a new environment and maybe like you have no idea what other people's knowledge is or like how understanding they're going to be of the situation. And some people are, you know, super embarrassed of their dogs. Like, you know, they take them to a dog park and their dog's like humping another dog and they're just like mortified and it's like this is what dogs do <laughs> like yeah it's like yeah you have embarrassing moments sometimes if your dog's does like is not listening to you and you don't have control of them and like the, the, these types of things but um again like the the way you decide to manage or deal with that behavior or re- even react to that behavior um varies between different people so like you know veronique i think I'm I'm hopeful that she's shown this organization that she's knowledgeable about the different training tools that are out there. She's using them like presently, mm-hmm. and ha- at least at least <laughs> just made up a word, and at least has like a, a plan of where she's going with it. And like we were sort of chatting, like you know. Uh, Veronique's boyfriend was saying like you guys are always talking about what horrible dog owners you guys are (laughs) and like we definitely had a few episodes like that where like I can remember the one where you know the the weekend where Lou my new Weimaraner had nipped at one of my kids and stuff Mm -hmm. but again when you look at like when you take the whole context like into consideration you're like yeah I can see why that happened and I have to be more knowledgeable and I think that you know, it's, it, it is tough with, with people's dogs and it's tough with like the lifestyles that we lead sometimes. And sometimes you have like a really rough day at work and all you want to do is go home and sit on the couch, drink a glass of wine or whatever. And the dog jumps up on the couch. And maybe if that's something you're w- working on, you're just like, oh, cause you just don't have the energy and things start to slip a little bit. And then you start seeing these behaviors sort of like resurface in your dog and to h- be reflective and, and say like, you know, like that one episode where I said I was a horrible dog owner this weekend. <laughs> At least I can like, you know, I'm reflective enough know, to be yeah. like, exactly. It's just like, okay, she's doing this 
okay, let's go back and look at, let's, let's debrief, let's debrief the situation here. Okay. (laughs) So it was like this and that, like, yeah, you can understand where it's coming from. Okay. So what are we going to do moving forward? And you're going to start reinforcing those rules and stuff like that. But there are very, um, uh, and this is just a guess, I shouldn't say this, but like in my experience, there's very few people that have a perfectly trained dog right Mm -hmm. like unless it's has an 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 official job like security or working for the police like yes they have to be impeccable there and that is a whole side job in itself if you're like a canine handler for one of these organizations or whatever but even even them it's like there's on duty and off duty and um there's things that you have to work on but as like the the average dog owner like when i'm going out to the parks every day and when i'm like walking my dog down the street and stuff like that you you see people out with their dogs and you see the people that are getting pulled by their dog down the street Mm -hmm. you see the people that are like following their dog for kilometers being like fluffy 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 come back fluffy come back you know what i mean and then you see the people who have like good recall and like stuff like that but they're dog is like a slightly a little bit aggressive and maybe they shouldn't be there you know what I mean but like you have to be responsible for you and your dog and the relationship that you have with your dog and your own dog's behavior and like all of these situations Mm -hmm. so um I hope it goes well with uh, Mr. Rogers. And I think that, you know, regardless of whether it's you or the next person, like it sounds like he's got some like good people on the docket to uh, yeah. pick him up and give him a nice, a nice home. And Definitely. I think that you're very much aware of what to do and how to handle it. And that you're working with an organization that also knows what they're doing and are super supportive mm-hmm. of placing their dogs in the right place. So yeah. Yeah, which is good. I, so we'll see. Yes, whatever they see. decide is for the best. Yes, yes to Mister Rogers. Yes. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> it actually is a beautiful day for a neighbor. Won't you be mine? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Hazel can sing to him. Won't Aww. you be my neighbor, Miss Hazel? Yes, Hazel is Vero's Goldie. Goldie neighbor, Golden yeah. Retriever neighbor. Oh my god, she Backyard is adorable. Neighbor. We went to the park this morning, and Ralph. That's the other thing is Ralph is not in is still intact. Sorry, and he's got like one thing on the brain. And if it wasn't for that, <laughs> like I think everything would be much easier at the dog park. <laughs> oh my goodness, I have a story for you very similar. Ooh. So a friend came over on a Friday after work with uh, a dog that she has who is intact and it was a she. And our dogs met in my backyard and Gibbon was out playing with her. Lou was kind of, you could tell, overwhelmed by it. So I put Lou back inside, giving Mm -hmm. her her space. But Gibbon was running around with this dog and watching her flirt with him. Like she was just like, hey, hey hey like putting her <laughs> bum in his face and then she started cute. like <laughs> she's like you're cute and she was like licking him and jumping on him and jumping over him and like wanting to play and like flirt and like bouncing this way and this way and like hey like it was hilarious Ooh. and we started like making voices for them and like we were just like laughing like so hard but at one point she started to like literally like hump his face like she was like see this is how you do it this is what i'd like to do all you have to do is just like jump up on your hind legs just like this see 
<laughs> like in front row seats. Oh, that's too funny. We're <laughs> just like dying laughing. But yes, the dogs that are intact are definitely, they, they, they have their moods. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have two intact dogs right now in my household. Oh, so Ralph my and Mochi. Mm-hmm. And Ralph is actually better with Mochi now. But Mochi sometimes does it to Ralph. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I feel like she's thinking, like, is this what you do to me? Like, what is this? Like, why is this fun? <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> what are you trying to do? I don't get it. Ralph, oh is this God. it? Is that how it is? Am I doing it okay? <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Oh, God, I love dogs. They're so yeah. funny. They're so funny. Ah, oh, but Miss Mochi is... Miss Mochi needs an e-collar. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Especially do you ever try doing? Do you ever try doing any work with her when she comes over? Um, A little bit. I went for a couple of walks with her, and it's just awful. But, you know, they, they run her. They have, like, these little segues, mm-hmm. and they run her. And then they also bring her to Bruce Pitt. So she never really has a structured walk. So maybe that's uh, like, that's okay for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but when it's, I walk her, but it's hard like, when, oh my God. Do you walk her separate or tr- at the same separate. time as Ralph? Yeah. Yeah. Because she's say, just like. can't really. No. Like Ralph mm-hmm. would be okay, maybe. Um, but it's just like setting him up for like disaster because it's like an extra distraction. Especially yeah. if she's like all over the place and not used to the structure the vac. Yeah. yeah. She is like constantly looking everywhere. She's whining, she's jumping. It's like birds, squirrels. Yeah. And I'm like mochi and she <laughs> just doesn't look at me. So, do you know what's funny is that like yeah, and there's no point in that sense either because like I can tell you like so I tr- like I'm in the habit now of like walking my dogs like just about every day that I can if I'm not like super overwhelmed with like stuff that I have to do and blah blah blah. But anyways, and the odd time my husband will try to come out with me. So we usually go after dinner now that the weather's nicer. We take the dogs out and he'll usually take a dog and I'll take the other. And we go on a structured walk and then to this area where there's a big open field and at the end we let them off leash and go for their run. Leash them back up, come back home. So anyways, so <laughs> there was <laughs> We started doing this like as soon as the weather just started turning nicer in our city recently. So we we were out for this walk this one day. And like my husband knows. He hears me talk about this stuff all the time. I've tried to teach him. This is a structured walk. Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Gone on and on and on about it. Mm -hmm. So he's walking in front of me with Gibbon. And I have Lou. And we're walking down. And there's this like big fat bunny on like somebody's property. He's like, ooh, Gibbs, look at the bunny. Look at the bunny. And I'm like, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was just like, no. no. He's like, he's like, what? And I'm like, no. A structured walk is no. We don't look at the bunny. And if you look at the bunny, you get a little pop of the leash. Yeah, like, you gotta stay focused. He's like, oh my god, it's so hard. I'm like, do I need to get you a prong collar too? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, boo. <laughs> Give him no. a little pop. Uh-uh. <laughs> my poor little ADHD husband. Oh my god, it's his, it's. Uh, there's like a distraction on both ends of the leash there. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, it's it's difficult even with the people that should know mm. better to stay on task and uh, you know keep the structured walk going. So yeah, it's tough. At least she's little though, and isn't does she put like does she have an like ridiculous strength? No, she's not too bad. Oh, okay. but it's still like 
Mm-hmm. Heart on the shoulder and the arm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah. And there's really no point because she'll go back home and she's going to be back on her Segway runs. and Exactly. So it's okay. It, it works for them. So That's amazing that they have a Segway. Yeah. I've tried the Segway and almost killed my, myself. I feel like I would fall off one of those pretty yeah. bad. But I got yeah. the, the e-scooters that we had last summer. I heard Ooh. that they were... They were questioning whether they were going to continue that program in the city. But the e-scooters were pretty fun. I tried those. I feel like that would be better because you're, you're, you have like one foot behind the other. Yeah. You're like ready to catch yourself. Whereas, they- But they go pretty fast though so that if you hit like a bump or there's something like you really have to watch the road on front of you because it's tiny little tires. So you can't go e- into a, a pothole or you're going... You're going. You're going to take flight. <laughs> but again, depending on how fast you're comfortable going, but no, they're pretty fun. Mm, I could take my dogs for a run on one of those guys. Ooh, I have to try one because the Segway. You're just like both feet are in the same spot, like shoulder width. And you, and is it like about leaning in that yeah, one too? It's about yeah. leaning, and you don't have anything to hold on. So there's like this thing that's between your legs up to your knees, and that's it. Where oh, you kind of man. like squeeze and oh. you go like left and right. But yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I would die on that. Yeah, and then imagine like going off to one side and hitting the curb. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I would die. No, merci. Well, that's crazy that they can run their dog on it though. Like even, even that, like I can remember, I forget who it was. It was I think people that I was working for with Huskies when they were trying to train them how to run like on on bike and stuff like that that in itself requires training from your dog like you need them to listen to you you need commands in place because um even i think my dad tried to do it with his husky his his wife's husky because he my dad got an e-bike and he's like oh yeah i'm gonna take her for a run or whatever yeah well one squirrel and off <laughs> off the bike my dad went yeah so um people always forget about that the skateboarding the biking I'm surprised that they can segue her. I think they bike her too. Because she's so... Like her prey drive. I don't know if she would actually run until she... Like run and run and run and run off. Yeah. But when she sees like a squirrel or a bird, like she's like jumps and wants to go and whining and (laughs) like, oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, Mochi. How do you Mochi. run beside a bike without like... <laughs> without pulling them off? Yeah. I guess the one thing is like her sheer size might be the thing. Because like a husky's definitely going to uh, pull you off a bike. Whereas mm-hmm. a little mochi moch might, may not. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I think people forget about the training that's involved even with taking your dogs like running on the various like modes of transportation that we have these days <laughs> like even on an e-scooter <laughs> that would be enough to like kill you <laughs> yeah i would fall. squirrel <gasps> i would fall without a dog <laughs> <laughs> me too if we're being honest me too mm. yes yes so you're still working on some e-collar training with ralph yes so the next thing will be his recall Mm. yes and that I can't wait I can't yeah. wait see even like with the training and stuff I realize now um I was telling several people this that 
whenever you have two dogs and one's like older than the other and then the older one passes away it's like the then the dog who takes over in its succession is like I get to do all the things that that dog did before because <laughs> <laughs> it happens sort of with like Becky and Scraps so like Scraps was our first dog he was a beagle border collie mix and he when we would go up to the cottage would take off out into the bush for like hours at a time there was jokes on the lake that like he was like the littlest hobo and saving people from like houses on fire and winning medals of honor and we just didn't know but anyways <laughs> um and um he would come back when he felt like it and then and becky always stayed super close and her recall was really great and then like after scrappy passed away then becky started doing all of those bad scrappy behaviors and now that becky has passed away now gibbon <laughs> has <laughs> taken to all those bad behaviors and he's taking off and his recalls less good so i kind of want to nip this in the bud before he's just like well no i'm like that's what becky did so that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna be like yeah. no 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 mm. because lou is pretty good and her recalls pretty good but i keep saying that i want to e-collar train gibbon and you know if only there were more hours in a day so i know I'm doing like, you know, I work full time. I've got a, there's always like a million excuses, but I am schooling like part time as well. So I got a little taste of what it was like to like in between semesters to have two weeks off with like no assignments, mm -hmm. no, no schoolwork to do, which was like nice. I did a lot of training with Lou in those two weeks as well. Got her a little bit back on track. So things are, have been better there, but like, I can't wait till I'm done because I, I do, I need to e-collar train him, especially going up to the cottage this summer. Yeah. And with the, with the porcupine. And you have an e-collar, right? Y yes, yeah. I do. Because yeah, we had, because Be Becky's was, was good. So we will sh see how he does with that, but I, I really do need to do that. I'm probably going to end up doing that in August because it does take quite a bit of time. And I know realistically I just can't do it at the moment. Yeah. I just can't. But he's like a little bit of a jerk and is starting to take off more and more. He even did. when we let him, I know, even when we off leash him, he went into somebody's backyard like the other day. Like we go in this field, he never leaves the field and he went around the corner and behind the fence and was like in people's backyards. And I was like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So we really really need to get on top of that yeah especially before lou starts like taking a look at that and being like oh well, i'll do that too i'm i'm gonna do what he does mm -hmm. when uh you know all of that comes around my way anyways yeah um if i have time for something really quick here Yes. I wanted to share these funny things that I've seen them like the odd time, like on Instagram and stuff like that. So people will write down like what they named their dog, but then like all the different like nicknames that come and what they actually end up calling their dog on a day to day basis. <laughs> I found this quick little article here and it's called people are sharing the names they now call their pets instead of the original name that they've given them. And it's hilarious. <laughs> so like <clears throat> number one, <laughs> their dog's name was Archibald Archer <laughs> and then they started calling him Archie and then they started calling him Archie Boo Boo then they just started calling him Boo Boo then they started calling him Boobs and then they call him Lord Boobington <laughs> 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 it's like 
nothing. It's not even close. I know, but it's sort of like us and like Lou has just started and I find it takes like time over the years. So for like when we got Becky, she was like just Becky for the longest time. And then we started calling her Beckers and like Becky Boo Boo's like the same thing, Becky Boo. And then uh, she was from Quebec. So one of my nephews started calling her Quebecers. <laughs> <laughs> and we called her all of those, like every single yeah. one of them. And then with Gibbon, like we named him Gibbon, and then we call him Gibbs. And then we started calling him Gibbjorns. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just started calling him Goo. So we literally will just be like, Goo, Goo, Goo. goo. And he responds to all of them. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And then with another, the w- per- sorry, go ahead. <laughs> with Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Yes, we, so there was Wiggum, Wigs. Wiggy, Wiggy Pop, Wiggamarole, Wiggum Ligum. <laughs> yes. Remember Wiggum Ligum? I always called them Wiggy Pop or Wiggum Ligum. <laughs> and for Ralph, so far we have Ralph, Ralphie, Ralph Aghetti, Ralph Aroni, Dum Dum. <laughs> with with Lou, we start calling them Lulies. I call her Lulies for the most part now. Lulies. And um, but sometimes Lululemon. <laughs> <laughs> Lou Boo. Boo always finds its name, yeah. then, doesn't it? So another person, this is sort of a little off topic or whatever, but wrote, so we had a cat called Carpet because her fur looked like an orange and brown bedside carpet. And then Carpet had kittens. So the two that they kept were called Matt and Rug. Oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, another person wrote here, our dog is called Nutmeg, a lovely name for a dog. But the sad truth is most of the time we call her Nutface. <laughs> oh my god that made me laugh this is so funny my dog's name is poppy also known as pops also known as papa chops also papa lapa chops (laughs) the popster and lump a dump (laughs) they just like go like so far from the original it's just so funny it's so good oh my god oh my god okay this one's like it it might be a little inappropriate we can choose to cut this out afterwards or give it a little boop but they said they had a call a dog named dill after (laughs) a a children's tv character and uh they couldn't understand like the kid was young i guess and he would always call he would always call him (laughs) when it was time for a walk or when they were outside (laughs) um so then there's another one they called their cat Megatron. <laughs> and then Meg for short. And then Megface, Megimoo, Mooface, Moogles. It's <laughs> pretty good. Moogles. Oh my god, this is so funny. Then there's Poppy. This one like really, really goes for like a long like warp to the <laughs> to the finish. <laughs> so Poppy, aka Popsicle, Poppy Cat, the Popster, Pipsqueak, Purball. Poirot, Honey Badger, what the Badger, Bumfluff, the Fish Monster, Little Squeaky, Squeaky McSqueakerson, Smelly Cat, Slaughterer of Mice, Tiny Lion, and then Tuxedo Tiger. Oh my God, that's a lot of names. That is a lot of names. <laughs> They're just like so weird. It's like people morph like to the weirdest things. So this dog's name was Martha. Then Martha Moomin Troll, 
then Martha Moomintrolli, then Meekins, then Marmite, then Mook, then Moothy, then Twat Sticks. <laughs> twat Sticks. <laughs> oh my oh. god. So good. Oh my god. Then <laughs> these are just so funny. So they inherited a second, uh, <laughs> they said a second hand idiot Labrador named Reuben. <laughs> <laughs> and they call him Rubau Boo, and then Boo Boo, then Rubik's Cube, <laughs> then the cu- the cube, then Rupunzel. <laughs> Let down your dog hair. <laughs> uh, oh my god, <laughs> they're just so good. So um, this person has two dogs. Um, the first one's name is Steve and they started calling him Teve and then Teevely and then the Bean and then Beansley and then the Little Ning and then his Royal Bloody Highness. <laughs> <laughs> and then they had another dog named Bert who was Bertsy, then Bum Bum, then Bertrand, then Bertie Bum Bum Boo, then Mr. B Brand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love all those names. Yeah. So good. Then they had a dog named Shep, and then they started calling him Sheep Shep, and then Sheep Stack Lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. One person named their cat Hero, and then it got shortened to Ro, and then Roaster, and then Dr. Roasters, and then just <laughs> Roast. <laughs> oh my oh. goodness. I wonder what other names are going to come up for Ralph. I know. We should almost like. Oh my god, this one's good. This one, he's like one of those like bearded like uh, terriers of some kind. So his name was Alfie, and then they start calling him Alf, and then Alfredo, then Beardface, and then the Phantom Pants Stealer of Old London Town. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long one. Yeah, and then uh, there's a dog named Susie, and she quickly became Schnooky, then Schnooky Schnoo. And then she called, she was called LTJ Schnookums. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, like the names that you come up with for your dog. I know. Like, it's oh. weird. The, this one's name was Wilson. Then they moved to Pickle. And then they moved to Bumface. <laughs> <laughs> Bumface. There's a lot of people who call their dogs Bumface on here or something. Something uh... similar <laughs> yeah. of that nature. Um, they got, <laughs> these people got a cat named Guts, and then they called her Greedy Guts, and then Gutsy Goo, and then Gutsy Goo Goo, and then just Google. <laughs> 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 oh my god. That is just so funny. Some of them are so good. There's a lot of cats on here too, sorry, it's cats and dogs. But anyways, my cat is called Moo, as they found him on a dairy farm. Ooh. But he's Allure like... Moo. Moo, okay. as a moo cow on a dairy farm. And he said he's really beefy, so they call him dog bear cat. <laughs> also, boo, <laughs> moomin, or little man. That is so funny. That is funny. Oh my god. These are good. Okay, one last one. One last one. All right, the dog's name was Sylvie, and then they went Sylv, Silvoid, Sylvain, Foxface Alpha, Foxtwat. <laughs> meat log to log meat to log dog <laughs> okay that's it that's all i, I know wonder what those all those animals look like 
<laughs> oh my god yeah there's some photos on here but oh man I just thought those were funny I would see them the odd time on Instagram and I was like it's so true we never actually end up calling our dog by their like no. full given name all right so to end the podcast this week um, Heidi and I decided to do an adoptable section Mm-hmm. So what we do is that we go on to rescue organization websites and we select a dog and we'll read out the description. And if this dog seems like is a good fit for you, then you know who to reach. So for today, I we chose a dog from Sit With Me Shelter Dog Rescue from Ottawa. His name is Bobby. He is a podcake breed. Male, one year, one years old and three months, and he's about 30 pounds. And he is brown and neutered. So here's a description. Sweet, sweet Bobby is now ready to find his perfect forever home. This boy is very timid, but in a quiet home, he will come out of his shell with time and start to show his silly personality. When Bobby is comfortable, he is such a funny character. He loves to run around with toys and sit on top of the cat tree to look out the window. He can be a little thief at times, and it's not uncommon to find the TV remote or socks in his crate, so he will need plenty (laughs) of fun toys, including durable ones, to chew on. When Bobby is in the yard, he loves to play chase with his canine friends, and this guy can run so fast. He enjoys going on walks through the woods so he could be an excellent hiking partner. Bobby currently lives with two dogs and three cats and does well with all. When Bobby was first adjusting to his foster home, he didn't like the cats coming into his space. Now that he knows them, now that he knows they mean no harm, he does well with them and sometimes even tries to play. He would need respectful, dog-savvy feline felines though he is crate trained and he can be left for a work day as long as he is provided with proper exercise and a fun stuff stuffed kong to keep him busy while his people are away due to his love of collecting his people's items he should be crate he should be crated when no one is home sneaky bobby Bobby is very fearful of new people and new sounds, so his person will need to help him build confidence. When people come to visit, a lot of treats are needed and everyone must respect his space while he warms up. It could take several visits until Bobby is comfortable with someone, so please be patient because this guy is well worth it. Since Bobby is so nervous, he should not be off-leash unless in a securely fenced area, as he is a flight risk when startled. Bobby is currently fostered in the country, but he can become overwhelmed when the odd car passes while on walks, so he would need a fenced yard if he were to live in the city so that his adopter could slowly work him up to more walks in higher traffic areas. And that's it. Oh, yeah. Good luck. Good luck, buddy. Good luck, little Bobby. He sounds cute. Just a little skittish and shy. I can just imagine where that name's going to take them. Down the list of Bobby dog pin? nicknames. Bobby Pin. <laughs> Bobby Lobby. Bobby Boo. <laughs> Boo Bum Bobby. <laughs> Bobby Bum. We can, we, can, we can go on forever. <laughs> All right. Well, tune in next week 
on a Lesboop Snoots. Boop. Boop.